Hey everyone, this is my brother Michael. My brother Adam. We're the Sharf Brothers. You're listening to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. Hey, welcome back. Welcome to Mentoring for the Modern Musician. You and three artists. The podcast where we make sure we talk about industry, life, career, (laughs) music things. Really, the stuff that you need to know. We talk about it in an informed manner. Allegedly. <laughs> Although, you know, occasionally. Check the show notes. Occasionally, please check the show notes. We were just talking about this. Occasionally we make a mistake and we and credit we, somebody with something else. What we've decided. It's not usually about music. It's no. usually about something it's else. It's usually about something life. else. They invented the burrito. <laughs> they actually didn't. That was not uh, that's at not all. A thing, really. Max Martin did not invent the burrito. No. He's no, written he didn't. some great songs. He's written some but, great songs. So what you what will be ever changing in this podcast is that you look at the show notes and we'll occasionally just throw in corrections. Absolutely. That'll taking happen. responsibility. Right. Retractions and Retractions such. Retractions and such. Because <laughs> if the you know, the form, the podcast form, it's very uh immediate. It is. You record it, it's edit it. It's free flow. It's it's like a it's like print. a verbal blog. That's right. Blah. <laughs> exactly. Verbal blog. <laughs> exactly. But so and thank you for thank you all for listening. To, yes. our, uh, to our verbal blog. To our verbal blog, our podcast. Our I think podcast. that's what we're going to call it, a as verbal it, blog. As it, as it were. It's not so much writing with the it, typing. It's not that, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of typing involved you don't in want, a blog, You, you don't it? want to watch Adam and I type. It's not, no. It's not pleasant. HPS. We use both of our pointer fingers <laughs> exactly. as we're typing. Exactly. Because as I said to my typing teacher in high school, like, when am I ever going to have to type? Exactly. If I could take a... Boy, did you just date yourself your typing class in high school? Do a take back. Yeah, man, it was like 2009. Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so today, today we've been running across this uh, this theme. Uh, so we hope that you all listened to the uh, the, the episode last week with uh, Mr. Sonic, Mr. Sonic Juan Cristobal Lozada, Lozada, uh, about co-writes. We've been, yeah, you know, they, he talked about songwriting camps that uh, Pure Music puts on, and and other publishing companies are doing this now. That absolutely. Well, and I know BMI sort of supports much of that. Does lots of that. ASCAP does as well. And absolutely. Uh, but so the theme that we've run across with and the co-writes sort of really, really shown a light on it. Shown a light. Sure. Sure. Why not? Shown a light on it. Yeah. Why not? Shown a light on it, kiddo. <laughs> uh, that collaboration in yeah. the music industry is everything. And anybody who's a jazz musician or knows a jazz musician or has listened to jazz music or watched jazz music or is a blues musician, knew a blues musician, right. A rock musician of any kind, folk musician, punk musician. Well, except that I don't agree with you on on some of those. I think that what is what has become very very misunderstood and and uh, and held on a held belief that is not based in in factual reality. Okay, is that as a songwriter you have to do it by yourself? Oh, that's true. No, that's good. That's right? a good point. And so this is the reason that we wanted to do this show is to make sure that 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 you all know that that really isn't where most of the success in the industry comes from it isn't the solo songwriter right you know that it is co-writes well and if you've ever looked at now that spotify oh, has the information God, about love, thank you spotify i know right so user-friendly you are it's good I mean, it took you a little while but but thank you for <laughs> for coming to the table so that you, if you're on your desktop and you right click on the song, yeah. you can now find out who wrote it, who produced it, who produced it. Hopefully, if the metadata is right, who mixed it? Exactly. What label it's on? Absolutely. Um, what you will discover with writers, anyway, 
is that there's almost always more than one. Yeah, you'll you'll discover a couple of things. One, you won't believe how many times in there you'll see Max Martin, <laughs> Ryan Tedder, Diane Warren, Dan Wilson, <laughs> Dan Wilson, Liz Care Rose, Dibordi. Linda Perry, right, Bruno Mars, Bruno Mars. Oh. Has written with everybody. Yeah, he's a prolific songwriter. But but you'll see them in a list of two, three, four, five other people that have written a song. Right. And, and, and it's funny because the 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 so as I said, this came up in the podcast with uh, Mr. With, Sonic. Right. And if you haven't listened to that one yet, it's definitely worth the. I know it's a little long, but it's worth. There's it's, so many nuggets in there. Oh yeah, it's totally worth it. And one of the things that Juan talked about was getting all of these different songwriters together to write for an artist with the artist's input. Right. And that's the, the songwriter can't model. The songwriter right? can't model. And that's a new model to to but look, if you're not on a publishing if if you don't if you're not that level at publishing yet, that doesn't mean that that you don't want to take a look at the the amazing success of doing something like that. Yeah. Right? And so let's again. Let's just sort of clarify. We we get into our rambling things. Right. And, um, we're talking about collaboration is good. Yes. That it is the lifeblood of creative Absolutely. of the creative um, music industry certainly, but uh, creative acting, um, movie. So movies and and theater and it is. Um, it is different than a sculptor. Right. And and look, I know that that a lot of you that a lot of people out there who are in bands. Think that, well, we are collaborating. We're collaborating with, you know, I'm the lead singer, and right, uh, and right. she's the lead guitar player, and you know, she and I have this thing, and you know, and we co-write together, and but which is great, yes. But that doesn't mean that you should exclude other great songwriters that you might know. It's like are, hey, so. So hey, great example. Hey man, Bon Jovi didn't I was need just you, buddy. Say, Desmond Child is a great example of a of a songwriter that bands. Will bring in, yeah, right. So Bon Jovi, Aerosmith, yes, um, you know, we bring him in to help them as a band write songs. And you're like, yeah, but not any songs I'd know. Yeah, like not like you give love a bad name or bad medicine or living on a prayer, right, right, or or Aerosmith's crying or dude looks like a lady, dude looks like a lady, or which wouldn't have been dude looks like a lady if it, if he hadn't it would have been that's right cruising with the ladies oh my goodness or cruising for the ladies yes. something it was so bad. yeah but but again so and you go wait Desmond Child who who is who is that exactly and th- th- that is a guy who has co-written with and also written for he also well, wrote share right and uh you know you ever heard that song? There's Living song. La Vida Loca. Right, you know, La Vida a little Loca. song, Living La Vida Loca. With, some guy, with Richie, some yeah. Ricky Martin guy. Yeah, I don't Ricky know if you've dude. ever heard of him. Right. Alice Cooper's Poison. You know, oh, just, Kiss. What was the Kiss tune he wrote? Uh, um, it was the Oh, one, I Was Made for Loving You. I Was Made for Loving You, which is a huge pop hit for Kiss when they were not as big a, a, a band at that point. Sort of did a cool crossover thing for him. Exactly. And this is one guy who, who co-wrote with all these different people. Not unlike... The way you'll see Max Martin show up with a lot of different people, right? With Bon Jovi or um, the Backstreet Boys or Taylor Swift or right um, Adele, right? Yeah, no, exactly. And Adele. All right, so let's take Adele. Right. Everybody's Adele is a, a everybody's Adele's a phenomenal songwriter, and, and, and you know what? And she, she is. is, and she's a phenomenal singer and a phenomenal artist, and still sells records in this industry where you don't sell records. I mean, she's amazing. She's right. she's the the unicorn 
in the industry, right? <laughs> Every you know, everyone wishes they had one and right. was not sure exactly. they exist, and then yeah. she makes an appearance and right. look, it's Adele, the unicorn. <laughs> no, her hair's just sticking up. No, but she's a unicorn, <laughs> and and she is this amazing artist that I love yeah. talking about her because everybody knows her absolutely. Right? And if you don't know Adele, I'm sorry. Um, Welcome out from underneath that rock. Right. Welcome. It is the year 2018. <laughs> I don't know how you got in the time machine, but you're going to want to go to the Google and look up Adele. Exactly. So you know things. But, but so Adele has written with all kinds of different people. Absolutely. Adele has written with Max Martin, has Ryan written Tedder. with Ryan Tedder, has written with Dan Wilson, has written with uh, Linda Perry, has, right. has written with, she hasn't written with, <laughs> she has. That's how you can tell we don't edit. Um, <laughs> edit that out. Let's get that. Um, Make she, us sound cool. She, she hasn't written with uh, Liz Rose or Laurie McKenna yet. Not yet. But I don't know. You don't know. She may, hasn't recorded anything she's right, written right. with them. We don't know that she hasn't written with them. And, and it just isn't out yet. But, yeah. but it doesn't mean Adele is any less amazing or any less cool or any less talented because she's writing with people. Exactly. It means that she's sold a gajillion albums worldwide and that it's the a songs, term, folks. a gajillion, um, comes after a buttload. <laughs> How many? A gajillion. Gajillion. Um, but it means that she is able to craft her songs in a way that they reach, or that they're 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 I don't, they're better. They're just better. Absolutely. Sometimes having too many cooks in the kitchen is not a great thing. <laughs> totally. Right. And there you will find unique songs that were written by one person. Bob Dylan. Oh, absolutely. Bob Dylan. Yeah. Just wrote all his songs sure. by himself. And here's sure. the thing. Everybody thinks they're Bob Dylan. Right. And you're just not. Right. Absolutely. Well, Diane Warren writes a lot of songs. True. true. By herself that other people do. Yeah, and and she does that now more, but earlier in her Early career, on, she there was, was, there was a lot of, a lot of although, and she also did write on, on her own. But she's, she's a unique one as well. She she's is. A, she's her own kind of unicorn. Absolutely. Uh, she is like Bob Dylan that way. And there are, so, so look, we're not saying that if you're having success- as a as a songwriter on your own, yes, you know, don't worry about it. That you know, we're not saying, oh, you well, you can't possibly have success. Right. That's not at all what we're saying. But what we're saying is, if you're not having success writing on your own or writing with your bandmates, right, that is not rare. There's nothing wrong with you, right. That and, doesn't mean you can't write songs. And that a really common way in the industry, the one of the most common ways to get really great material for a new artist or for an established artist. Is to bring in other creative and established writers and established songwriter yeah. usually. Now, what does that mean if you're not at the at the you know the level where you can get a Ryan Tedder or Max Martin or Max Martin, or Linda Perry or, or, Dan, or Dan, yeah, Wilson Dan Wilson or right or, uh, to come in and write with you? What does that mean? Well, I'll bet you that there's somebody that you're doing gigs with at the open mic yeah. or if you're in, let's say you're in high school. Right, that, that there's somebody who's just writing these amazing songs, yeah. or who writes great poems. Right, right, yeah, and they they're great with words. Or maybe a friend of yours who doesn't do anything, but they're great with words. Sit down with them and, and try to write a song. Right. See if bringing in another creative force, yeah, will help make it absolutely well, better. And again, sometimes it's just coming with the title. Right. Right. And working around that. So, yes. like, you know, we talked about uh, Desmond Child and, and Bon Jovi. Right. And there's this great story that he tells about You Give Love a Bad Name. Right? Right. That was Bon Jovi had that title. He just had the title. He just had that. Yeah. And the song came from 
that. Well, the same thing with Dude Looks Like a Lady. They were like, uh, um, Joe Perry's like, he was singing Dude Looks Like a Lady. I don't even know what that means. And Desmond Child right. goes, I know, I know what that means. Let's write exactly. that song. Exactly. And when you have somebody else's opinion or input or creativity Absolutely. or all, you know, creative industries all over the place, you'll never see an advertising agency with one person who does everything. Right. They come up with the slogans and they right. write the music well, and I they do the mock-ups. And, Maybe you do. Yeah. I, that's Maybe true. there's that that's one- true. Right. That's Agency true. where that's. But again, we've ta- we've done a podcast before about the exception that proves the rule. Right. Right. And that's what that is. That's right. the exception that lets you know it's an exception because everybody else does it a different way. Exactly. Right. And that the collaboration part, um, it's come up, like Michael said, uh, a lot, a you lot know, recently. recently. We've been seeing it over and over and over and over again. And particularly when we're talking about um, songwriting. Um but it's not exclusive to songwriting either. I mean, no. And I think lots of people, even in their imagining of their career, know that collaboration and teamwork is a huge thing. Absolutely. Right. That, that, um, you know, assembling your team, right. Finding out, uh, who, who, who are the members of your team supposed to be? Mm -hmm. We're actually working on a, on a download for that, for the site. It should be up. I don't know if it'll be up by the time the, this podcast comes out. It might be. If Maybe. not, check back soon. So, mentoringforthemodernmusician.com, m3artist.com. That we have a, a free download. We have to- a free download for you folks so, so that you can, you know, really get some real understanding of yes. what, who the members of your team should be. And who, right. What, and just a description. What their characteristic, characteristics should be and what yeah. their responsibilities are right. and, and make then, it easier for you to help pick that out. Exactly. But, but I mean, we all know, like... It, if you're, you know, in high school and you're figuring out, oh, I want to be a rock star, right? You still imagine you're going to have a booking agent, yeah, and you're going to have an A and R person. Everybody thinks they're going to have a manager, and you're going to have right? a manager. Everybody yeah. thinks they're going to have a manager, absolutely, and, and, a, and hopefully and a lawyer, and you know, all kinds of people on your team, a personal assistant, mm-hmm. right? Well, absolutely, multiple personal sure, personal assistants, not? right? Um, roadies, you can have yeah. roadies, so you don't have to set up your gear anymore. Absolutely. Exactly, someone who takes care of your headset mic. Exactly, yeah. You don't, and, they don't call it a posse anymore, do they? You got, you know, got your I don't, right? crew. I think your crew. crew now, right? That's what it's, it's your called, crew. right? So your peeps, your your homies, <laughs> exactly. You know? I don't know, just but it's the same thing. It's a posse. Yeah. They all know? had him. Elvis had it. Elvis had a posse. Right? Elvis paid the people in his posse more money than, than his, his band. band. That's kind of amazing. It's a bummer. You know, kind of just for the band, a little for bit. The band, yeah. yeah like the, everybody in the posse is, oh, thanks for the Cadillac, Elvis. <laughs> and, you know, Scotty Moore, the guitar player, is like, it's cool. I'd love a raise so I can buy some new strings, though, bro. <laughs> um, you know, but the, the legacy of the touring musician. So, Absolutely. Um, it's a whole nother show. It's a whole nother show. The legacy of the touring musician. Um, so, so the collaboration part, we want to make sure that we're part of what you want to picture with your career so you can help your career move forward is the career you want. Absolutely. Make sure you're picturing the career you want. Yes. Not the sad career that you're putting up with. <laughs> exactly. But the career you want. Yeah. And in that picture, we, we, we've been doing this for, everybody's been doing it since they started picturing it. Yeah. You know, I think I was probably four years old when I started picturing my music career. <laughs> and you start, ah, oh, this is going to be like this. And, and, and the more informed, real yeah. information you get from that, the better your picture gets. Right. Right. And so part of what we are clear about with collaboration is you're going to have a band. You're going to have a label that, right. and there's all kinds of moving pieces, and you just think people are going to 
book gigs for you and you know <laughs> drive you to your shows and set up interviews with Rolling Stone and right. you know bring you water or, you know get you you know a cool interview on Metric for the Modern Musician yeah and, exactly know. I mean it could happen it, you'll you know, see they'll reach out to it's us um, and and we've got a good image of that but what what Michael brought he was talking about this earlier when we decided to do the show was that man we we don't see that a lot people misunderstand that with the songwriting right and so that the collaborative part isn't always talked about no nowhere near enough when it comes to songwriting yeah it's just not and I don't know whether it's because the artists feel like if they talk about their collaborators Uh too much people will you know not think they're as talented or as cool or as right right and that if you know the collaborators talk about it too much that people think that they're trying to you know blow their own horn too much or you know but but what we do know is that the most successful songs and the the artists that have the most you know listened to oh yeah you know songs whether it's the old school buying albums or terrestrial radio or the new new school where you're getting streams yeah those songs are the majority of those songs are co-writes. Yeah. That they're written by more than one person and not just co-writes like we thought in the old days, you know, that, that you're banned. Or Lennon McCartney. Right. <laughs> exactly. You know, um, the you know Rolling Stones was... Keith Richards. Keith Richards and, and, and... Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger, right. And Aerosmith was, well, you know, obviously it was Joe Perry and Steven Tyler, right? right. No. They, no. Right, they had other writers come in and do it. And look, the Stones did write that way. And Zeppelin was, you know, Plant and Page, and and you know, occasionally they'd give credit to the other, you know, the other John two Paul guys. Jones and John Bonham, right? But that sort of gave us this this weird feeling that everybody that the only way to do it was to be Neil Young, right? Right. That's a great yeah. It's a great point. that the only way to do it was to be you know Jagger and and. Uh, Richards. Ben Richards, right. Or or Bob Dylan. Exactly. But they were, even then, they were the outliers. Yeah, right? exactly. There were still, you know, the remnants of the Brill Building with, you know, Carol King writing with three other people. And, right, right. You know, and Neil Diamond writing for the for the monkeys. And, yeah, right? exactly. Like and, it, and, and, and that, that, so part of that was they didn't talk about it because there was this mystique around right. the artist and making everybody believe that the boy bands formed right. in the cafeteria at the high school <laughs> and they were best friends and they just like, right. hey man, let's sing and we'll just go out on the street corner. And, right. and there was an image that was sold and that's part of how they marketed Elvis and how they marketed, you know, all the, you know, how they marketed the Beatles and how they marketed, Absolutely. you know, rock bands was sort of through this mystery and a myth. And not being forthcoming about the reality of the way things were. And that's fine. And that's mm-hmm. part of it. You know, Bob Dylan got his big gigs uh, in Greenwich Village because he made up a press release <laughs> with this whole thing where he like grew up in Texas. Rode the rails. Rode and, the rails with this yeah. famous hobo where he right. learned how to sing songs. You he could never do that now. No, because there's the internet. Exactly. They would just Google you. Exactly. And they'll go, he did not. Exactly. His name's Bobby Zimmerman, and he's from the Midwest. What is this? This guy's lying. Don't give him right. a gig. But for right. him, it worked, and the story mm-hmm. worked. And But here's the thing. He was talented. Right. 
people wanted those stories. All right, we don't live in that world now. Right. They no, still exactly. want a story. Yes. But they want the real story. But they want authenticity. They want authenticity because they're going to be able to find out on Instagram. Immediately. Immediately that, you know, the the you're at a dealership and that's why you're in front of a picture of a Porsche. Right. It's not your Porsche. You took an Uber <laughs> to go take a picture of the Porsche. So instead of taking the picture of the Porsche, right. do a live stream from Uber. Yeah, exactly. Talking about how you're, how you're going to, you know, go check out the Porsche that you're going to be able to buy in a year because... You know, you've got things happening, and right. And look, there are still people on Instagram and on socials that uh, will, will. Oh yeah, absolutely. Show, you know, go take out, borrow a, lo- you know, take a loan out, fifteen thousand so dollars <laughs> in cash from their parents' bank account. Right. Go put it on a bed and throw it up and swim it around and then take it back and hope mom and dad <laughs> don't find out they did it. Exactly. Whatever. There's still going to be that stuff, but in the music industry, in the art world, in the culture of creativity and. The, the, the authenticity is so really important, mm-hmm. right? And you know that as an artist, you know that that figuring out who you are is is important, and that that's how you're going to gain a loyal following, who's going to want to come see you, is by bringing them something that's awesome and being being right. wonderful. And part of what we want to do, what we're doing with this podcast, and what we're doing with the website, and what we're doing what, with the artists we're working with, is we want to dispel the myths. Right. You do not have to pretend about this. Exactly. The secret. What's the secret? The secret is be awesome. So and be better than everybody else. And if you're if you are are you know trying to make it in music, you need to know that it all always comes down to the song. Yes, it's always about yes. the song, and that can be a lot of pressure if mm. you feel like you're not a very accomplished songwriter. Right. Right. And so this is why we're talking about collaboration and co-writes. Yes. And reaching outside your comfort zone to do those. Yeah. You know, finding other people, you know, Adam mentioned, you know, there's somebody, if you're in high school, you know, there's, there's someone in high school that you know that writes great poetry or that is that you've heard play at a coffee house, yeah. you know, that the school puts on that, that has a great song, uh, you know, reach out to them, you know, talk to them about how, about how much what they do touches you. How much you love what it is. Look, this is the age of the internet. You can find people who are who are being getting streams on Spotify, who maybe even have less than a thousand listens per song, but like have, you love their songs. Reach out to them and co-write. Right? Skype, you know, direct message these guys and, and and women and 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 say, you know, I I this song of yours, I loved this line of this song of yours. It really reminded me of this and inspired me in so much I'd love to do a co-write sometime with you yeah right become you know reach out to your PRO you know reach out to BMI and ASCAP right if you're in one of the cities where they're at go meet your rep talk to them about helping you set up co-writes yes because that's what they're there for they they want great songs too that's exactly that's what their job is is to help their songwriters have more success exactly and of course this isn't we're not we're not saying that that this is instead of becoming a great songwriter this is on one your of own. the reasons how you become a good songwriter exactly. on your own is by writing with other people exactly anybody who you've ever seen who's jacked who like looks like man do they compete are they like a muscle bound like <laughs> the, the mr universe or miss right. universe whatever they've been at a gym working out with other people a lot talking to other people yes having other people give them a spot Absolutely. To get, you know, having a bunch of different people say, no, 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 man, you know what, you know what I do when I can't, when I don't get any more progress 
with my biceps, I change it up and I do this exercise. Exactly. And I do that, right? In all other areas of the world, we in, in life, we understand that... We look for a mentor. Yeah. We look for a teacher. We look for a buddy to, to you know, ride shotgun with you. Right. Right, you know... And collaboration yeah. and, and teamwork, right? Yeah. It's, I'm reading that book, uh, Change the World by Making Your Bed, or Make Your Bed, Change the World. Something, someone just gave it to me. It was great. It was, okay. it was this guy who was a, a, a Navy SEAL commander and talks about how making his bed every morning, first thing he did, sets his day up for success. And one of the things he talks about is, um, Michael just said, I do that, and that's, I do as well. That's what I do. What's hysterical is I did it, and I didn't even know why I was doing it, and it feels stupid because the whole room's a mess, and... I'm making my bed, and but it's something to do. Well, so what, one of the things this guy talked about, that's by yourself, so that's not collaboration, so forget we said that. But 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 one of the things he talked about, one of the things he talked about was... Forget we said it. I didn't bring it up. That's that, right. was <laughs> that was my fault. Um, he talked about, in his Navy SEAL training, one of the things they make all of them do is they have to carry around this 10-foot lifeboat everywhere they go. You Like, you go to the right. mess hall, you got to yeah. carry your boat. You go uh, to the beach, you got to carry your team. boat. What's that? Team. That's team. And it yeah. takes seven people to do it. Right. Because it's this giant boat. And, you know, sometimes one of them will be sick and someone else will pick up some of the slack. Mm-hmm. And, and then when you're feeling better and they're sick, you take up some of the slack. And you, they realize real quickly, you can't carry this 10-foot lifeboat across the highway to get to the mess hall by yourself. Right. Right? Now, that's a whole, you know, it's a thing. It's a book. And right, it's a motivational yeah, yeah. thing. But, yeah, yeah. But, but there, that's driven into training in all kinds of other areas of exactly. the world. And particularly as we get as we have the opportunity to get more and more insular because we've got GarageBand or Pro Tools mm-hmm. or Logic and we've got a MIDI controller and we've right. got drum, you know, programs and we've mm-hmm. got loops and you can create some amazing music Absolutely. by yourself in the studio and that's great. It that's a great, great thing. It's not a bad thing. Absolutely. Right? You also work out by yourself if you're a bodybuilder, right? Exactly. But understanding that that's not it and that that can create sort of a a closed loop um, yeah. that can dry up your creativity. You will always learn more when working with others. Yes. Even if you don't learn anything from them, you will learn what your process is. Right. And what it is about what you do that you do better. Yeah. You know, and what, what your strengths are, where to, where to go to that. And then most of the time you're going to learn a shortcut or a trick or something that clicks for you from watching someone else do something, even if you do it differently than they do, it right. will still inspire you in a way that you just cannot get on your own. Absolutely. You just can't. And like with everything else, this sort of brings it to the process too. And part of the, the process being so key, mm-hmm. right, our map that we talk right. about. Well, I'll talk about that a little bit, the map. Music, art, positivity, process, M-A-P-P, map. Yeah. Right. And so we're in music. Mm-hmm. M. Right. Music is art. You're an artist. A. Mm-hmm. Positivity is our the thing that we try to um, showcase that we're doing with you guys where we're relentlessly and obnoxiously positive. Yeah. And trying to find the, the lighted way to get to wherever we're going. And then process. That process is everything. It's Absolutely. everything. We're not talking about result. No. It's not mapper. <laughs> the result is the is the percent exactly of your existence. Absolutely, most of your existence is the process. Is the process. So that's why positivity is, is so important because mm-hmm. if you're going to be in the process most of the time, 
why don't you just feel better? Right. You know what I mean? Look for positive things. So, and look for ways to feel better. And, and collaboration and co-writing is a way to feel better about what you're doing. Because you're with people who are doing what you're exactly. doing or living what you're living. And you there's, there's ridiculous amounts of joy Absolutely. in collaboration. Yeah. Some of the most enjoyable, you know, hysterical moments of my existence Absolutely. have been in collaborations. Yeah. Michael and I laughing hysterically Definitely. at some cool drum sound we got or a line we came up with. Well, or, and even, you know, even... Even when you're, when you are, uh, you know, in the negativity together, right? You can. <laughs> it's easier to turn it around, right? Right. If there's more than one of you, right? You know, you can collaborate your way out of the negativity. Yes. I mean, you don't want right? to have four Eeyores in the same room going. <laughs> oh no, what's the point? No, exactly. Yeah. No, but you know, going back and forth with a, with another musician, another songwriter who's experienced the things that you have. Yep. There's a there's something uplifting about that. Oh, totally. There's this, you know, idea about understanding that, you know, uh, I hate to keep bringing back in Mr. Sonic Juan Cristobal, but, you know, that was last week, and so I'm still in it. Yeah, yeah. Him talking about he's always thought of Mondays as Musician Sundays. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> exactly. And, you know, and our thing about, you know, Get in the van. It's Tuesday, right? Right. right. It's tu- what day is it? It's Tuesday. Get in the van because every Tuesday, day on the road is Tuesday. Every day on the road, it just always feels like Tuesday. Doesn't Shut matter. up. Get in the van. It's Tuesday. And talking about that with other musicians makes it feel less heavy. Yes. And less dark and less negative. And and simple things like talking with other guitar players about how much you hate changing strings. Absolutely. And now you laugh about it. And you're like, oh, I know, right? Blah, blah. Nothing right. hurts more than poking yourself with that little string. It's like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and and the camaraderie that can be difficult to find or or to remember when you are a solo artist or an yes. indie band or and as we the industry changes. There's going to be more and more solo. There's going to be a lot more solo artists. There's and going to be a lot more indie bands, yeah. duos, trios instead of seven-piece bands, yes. or or you know people that are playing like, to tracks. Playing to tracks. Remember when we saw? Well, um, geez, I mean, even Marion Hill. It, oh, right. You right. know, is a great example. I mean, you know, there's basically two of them, and then they take Steve Davitt, their you know bass player, saxophone player, exactly, saxman, saxman who also plays bass with them on the road with them, and yep. then to give them. But most of that stuff is tracks. Yeah. Exactly. Right? And it sounds it sounds amazing. And they're playing really big rooms and, and, to and tremendous well, audiences. Not and just doing rooms. I mean, in festivals. Yeah, and, and, you know. and, and they're phenomenal yeah. talent. But, you know, 15 years ago, that would have been six people on stage. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? And Making then if all of that. And if there's six people, you got to have at least a couple roadies or three roadies and a road manager. Exactly. And, 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 and two and, vehicles with trailers. And, exactly. You know, six, you know, or, or at least three different, you know... Hotel rooms and you know, you know, one or two of the King Leisure bed. You know, that that's that's just a that's exactly. that's not how it was. And so now that we're in a world where it is getting more and more insular, imagine a world <laughs> exactly where the music is more insular. <laughs> Looking for those opportunities to work with other yeah musicians who are doing what you do yeah. Giving you inspiration and yes, lifting each other up is and, even more important. And being in the right headspace, the right sort of 
thinking about it in the right way is going to be really, really important. It's not all about results. What can I get from this person? Right. Is this going to get me famous? Is right. this the song, the one thing that's going to make me? No, there's never going to be one thing. <laughs> it's, it's not, there's no magic bullet. There's no yeah. silver bullet. Exactly. It's all the process. And the more you can get yourself to enjoy that, mm-hmm. right? People who are, you know, we've been in the studio at one o'clock in the morning and exhausted and having been asleep all night. Michael's looking strange because Alexa just lit up <laughs> and we don't know why. It's all right. Shh. She's going to blow She'll go away. <laughs> but be, being in the studio super late and tired and you, your stomach's kind of upset because you haven't right. had anything but coffee and, you know, peanuts, peanuts all day and, and peanut M&Ms. Exactly. There's something fun about that because when you're with other people and right. you're creating something, that's as fun as, in some ways, as the applause from an audience right. that you get or from a really raving review that somebody loves you. Absolutely. Um, and you can, you can control that. Yeah. Exactly. You can be there with other people and being creative. And, of course, be creative on your own. And, of right. course, Absolutely. you know, make your bed. And, of course, <laughs> you know, if you're a guitar player, practice your scale modes. And right. if you're a singer, make sure your you know, vocals are getting better and better and better. And if you're a songwriter, write and rewrite and write with other people and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and. But the, the point here is to remember that collaboration is inspiring. Absolutely. Collaboration equals inspiration. Inspiration equals expanded expectations <laughs> and salutations from amazing motivation. I'm just using words yeah, now. That's amazing. It doesn't love mean anything. That. It's, it's just... All right, so so one more thing before we wrap uh, yes. about... We're not going to wrap. We're going to wrap it up. Exactly. You don't want to hear us rap. I'm out you, of You just kind of did. Um, uh, that was freestyle, Michael? That wasn't <laughs> rapping. Excuse me. Yes. Excuse yes. So... You are definitely the urban expert. Yeah, um, yeah, that's me. Going into these, into a into a co-write situation, there are some things that you should do to prep yourself. Yes. So hopefully, if you're a songwriter, somewhere in the notes on your phone, or if you're old school and you still keep a notebook, yep. or if you carry a laptop, or if you, you carry a laptop, you will have song seeds. Yes. What is a song seed, Michael? That song sounds seeds. like something I should know. <laughs> song seeds are... Can be a bunch of different things. They can be a few words that describe an idea that you want to write about. Mm-hmm. They can be the title to a song. Right. They can be a chorus. It can be a verse. It can be just a couple of words or an image. Right. But they are exactly what you'd think they are. They are something that if you planted them in the ground and water when them they sprout, when you water and, and care them, care for them. And speak to them with love and <laughs> till the earth yeah, and yeah. fertilize that they will sprout to be an amazing song. Yeah. And so please come to a collaboration with ideas that you yeah. want to. So when you get together, you can look at each other and yeah. go, so what have you been thinking about? What have you been writing about? Yeah. What's important to you? What What kind of song would you like to write? If you're an instrumentalist. And you're writing with somebody for for lyrics. Come to the table with, you know, five, six, seven ideas of things that you've really been loving that fit that artist. Right. Right. Or fit the artist that you're trying to write for. Or maybe if you're the artist, that fit you that as fit the artist. you. Be a right. giver. Exactly. Not just a taker. Exactly. Come to the table ready to share yeah. ideas. The One of the hardest things to do is a co-write. 
or someone comes to a writing session and you say, so what, what do you want to write about? Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know. Well, what's been going on? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing really. So what have you been doing? Uh, you know, there's this Netflix, you know, series of playing video games. Playing video games and, right. No, I'm not kind of, I'm just kind of boring. <laughs> you know, so, so, because what do you write about then? You right. know, I mean, you could write a song about you being boring. You can write a song about being a boring person, but probably no more than one song. Right. Right. So come to, come to those sessions with, you know, preparation. Yeah. And ideas. Yeah. So that you can, you know, really bounce those ideas off of each other. And find something that that sticks. Yeah, right. I think we need we need to do a podcast about organizing your creativity. Okay, and we'll do that next week. Maybe we will. But uh, until then, remember, you got this. We got your back. 